loves. This is Nalani. And Sasha. Welcome to On Wednesdays We Drink. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Oh, you did not hear that clink. We're going to do it again. That is sad. There we there go. go. That was a clink. That's All right. Heavy glasses, so that did not translate well over the mic. So what are we yeah, drinking? It's good. It's good? It's Hold good. on. Let me take a sip. Let me take a sip. Don't spill over there. <laughs> Clumsy ass. You're going to make me spit and spill. This is not good. This is not good. This tastes like juice. This is not safe. Why is it not safe? Ooh, all right. What are we drinking? Okay, okay. What are we drinking? Why is this not safe? It tastes like fucking juice, girl. Okay, so it's a Maduri Sour, or my my family's version of a Maduri Sour. Because I apparently there's different ways you can make it with, like, gin. You can make it with, um, what is it, ginger ale, Sprite, whatever. Okay. But Maduri is a green melon liqueur. I had a little... I. Honestly, I can't give you guys, like, exact amounts. So here's a little secret about Nalani <laughs> when she makes alcoholic beverages. One, she never measures shit. Nope. Two, they're always delicious. Three, it's always a real heavy pour on the alcohol and you can't taste it until you're three drinks deep and you are, like, six shits to the wind. You have no idea what's happening. Six shits. Six shits to, to the, the wind. wind. That's what I said. Six shits to the wind. All right. Clarity, this is my first drink of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's um, a certain amount of Venduri, a certain amount of apple puckers, mm-hmm. and Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little weird. But... I'm shooken up over some ice. Yep, but it's super green. Yes, it it's is wicked witch green. green. It is for spooky season, guys, because we're we're still in it. Yep, yep. <laughs> You're wearing green. I didn't even I, put two and two together. I coordinated. I'm so dumb. <laughs> my, I can't prepare. She's been in my house for like two hours because we can't ever start recording. We no. have to talk for like an hour before we start recording. So she's been in my house for two hours in this green sweater, and I did not even pay attention to it. I'm stupid. Look, 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 look with my glasses. You look so good. You look Fabulous. so good right now. It's, I it's planned this shit. Picture perfect. It is picture perfect. Anyways, this is great. Thank you. Good night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We need to make a rule. You can't talk what I'm drinking. You need to make a rule. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to spit all over this mic. It's not going to be good. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, I'm a sip. You're going to give me a story. So I have so much going on. What's been going on with your life, babe? Give me some life updates. <sighs> life updates. So when our last podcast dropped... Mm-hmm. It was the day before my birthday. Whoop, whoop. So I celebrated my birthday. It was also mine and Matt's six-year anniversary. Yay! I know. We we looked, we looked at each other and we're like, it's been six years. It's been six years. It feels like it's been maybe two tops. Yeah. Yeah. I both feel like I've known him my entire life and I've only known him for two years. Like, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's perfect. But yeah, so we, I celebrated with my family. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Oh no. I did birthday shots with my family, as you could see on Instagram. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, it wasn't, pl- I mean, it wasn't that many, but my, my mom and dad were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> when I just took it back, my mom's like, she didn't even squint, she didn't even squint. Like, What'd you take? Tequila. Oh, okay, of course. 
We planned this, like, little cup game or whatever. Did you win? No. That's why I took a shot. Oh. They beat you in a drinking game? Was I it an off night for you? Like, what? Well, I've never played this game. So okay. Okay. To be fair. There you go. That makes more sense. But, yeah. They were like, what? They're all freaking out. And I was like, I, I, I don't know. They didn't know they had you. a certified gangster out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. T's uh, video. T's my sister. Um... She was like, she's a pro. She's a pro. <laughs> I was cracking up. I love tea. But yeah, it was like flashbacks to um, my old drinking to the, days. To the early days. To the early days of drinking. Woo. It was fun. Good. Oh, and I mixed it with wine. And they were like, whoa, dude, you're going to be so messed up. Okay, we've talked about this. I don't think that was a good decision. It was not. But you know what? I didn't die. <laughs> it was not. But you know what? <laughs> I didn't die, and I didn't get a hangover, and I Ooh, didn't wake okay. up at seven in the morning. Bro, so okay, or, or five in the morning to make soup, you psycho. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Hungover you is a whole interesting beast. It really is, but no growth for you. Okay, I'm proud of you for drinking tequila and wine. And now I cannot, you know, I can handle wine and you tequila. You can still knock it back like you did when you were 21, <laughs> and be classy and drink wine. <laughs> And then wake up with no hangover. All I have to say is I aspire to be you. You're amazing. Yeah, it was fun. But anyway, so after that, we, me and Matt, had a little getaway to Santa Monica. It was so nice. Uh So beautiful. We had an ocean view room with a balcony. So we just, like, got takeout and then ate on the patio, listened to music, drank some wine, chilling. Yeah, your photos and your videos look so pretty. I was like, wow, that's an amazing view. And it was such a eco-friendly hotel, which it was after my own part. Oh, yes. Oh, but talk about the tea kettle, because I was so (laughs) mad at that Snapchat. I was so upset. (laughs) So, okay. I I already knew I was going to drink tea, because we already had planned out our meals. So we were going to get sushi on Sunday as soon as we checked in. We were going to settle in, whatever, and then maybe go explore, whatever, and get sushi. Mm -hmm. And just chill on the balcony, watch the sunset, all that romantic shit. Right. Right. Cute. Cute. Super cute. Super cute. I love it. So I was like, ooh, I have to pack all my tea. (laughs) Am I going to want echinacea tea if I have a sore throat? Am I going to want honey tea to just relax before bed? I'm definitely bringing my jasmine tea because... Hello, that's my favorite tea. I go, but I do need my black tea to be cracked out on Tuesday because I still had to do my uh, domestic violence training. All I have to say is this shows how different of packers we are. (laughs) You're like, ooh, I need to pack all my tea options. Me, I'm like, ooh, I need to pack all my shoe options. (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to go dancing? Am I going to go walking for a long time? Do I need these flats? Do I need these sandals? No. I had two pairs. Shoes. Yeah, no, the number one thing that takes up the most space in my luggage is my shoes. It's a problem. Horrible. Yeah, continue. Yeah, so I was like planning my teas, and then usually in hotel rooms, it's just a coffee maker, and I was like, the discrimination against (laughs) tea people. Discrimination. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. It just if it's one thing that I've already accepted. I'm sorry for you, but. It's still annoying. Your whole life is a struggle. So, I saw this little ass, like, espresso little machine maker thingy. It's tiny. You would be, like... 
already. That's a. I'd be disappointed. I would be disappointed if it was small. You could throw it out of the balcony and just like, what is this? Or I just unpack the coffee maker. (laughs) 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 So anyway, yeah. So I see this little sad coffee machine, whatever espresso machine. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, it smells like coffee, so I'm gonna have coffee tea. Great. Then we go, I don't know, our our cabinet where it has, like, our TV on top of it. I opened it up, and I was so excited (laughs) because it was a tea kettle. The one that has its own little burner, and you just plug it in and just boils it, like, super fast. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. So, I, of course, I had to share it with Sasha Sable. Like, my whole... The uh, crew. The typical crew. Snapchat crew. Yeah, I was, I was very excited. And I'm dying laughing watching her snap. Like, wow, not only is she super excited for a kettle, which, like, respect. I give you happiness for a kettle. That's fine. I get happy every time I see a coffee maker in a room and I'm ready to, like, report you if I don't see one in the room. What took me out was your little Betsy Johnson bag filled with tea bags. You had, like, 20 tea bags. I was like, how long are you staying there? Like, what is happening right now? I came back. With four tea bags. Stop. And I'm not even. Oh ready. my god. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh huh. It was nice. It was beautiful. You know, we got to to walk on the beach, and it's just sad though because of COVID, how drastically it affected Santa Monica. Yeah. A lot of shops closed down. You know, I really love doing like the boutique shops, mm-hmm. the little small businesses out there. Because we can't get it out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were closed. Some of the restaurants that we used to go to when we were, like, first dating mm-hmm. were closed down. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, we we got to just relax. And I think that's something we needed to do. We needed to just be together, hang out together, eat Enjoy the sunset, the sunrise, yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then we did have a an amazing brunch together because mm-hmm. I was like, we were so annoyed because our plans for the morning were messed up because the one coffee shop that we we're gonna go to was closed. Aww. They were closed Monday and Tuesday, and I was like, what? The days that we're here, really short staff. They're all struggling. COVID. Whatever. It's my birthday weekend. You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so we were trying to, to do, go to plan B and the place that was right next to it was super busy Mm. breakfast spot. They were clearly understaffed, Mm -hmm. did not acknowledge us. We were waiting. People were cutting in front of us because we're just like, what what is happening? They're telling us to wait outside, but then people are just going inside. Right. So I was just annoyed and I, I I looked at Matt and I was like, fuck it. We're going to spend money on breakfast right now (laughs) i'm hungry it is early we're going to go to like a legit brunch place i ordered a guava mimosa he ordered a pineapple mimosa he got chicken and waffles i got this like breakfast plate it was amazing you went all fancy i was like i don't even care how much i spend right now because we're on vacation yep yep (laughs) and it was beautiful it was on a patio this like really cute hotel, the Georgian or something like that, mm-hmm. and then it oversaw the beach. That beautiful, sounds amazing. Beautiful breakfast. That sounds amazing. Yeah, but other than that, um, yeah, that was pretty much Santa Monica. Just okay, our little romantic getaway. I love it. That's so cute. 
Um, oh, you know, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac is, is trending. Yeah, your song. You don't know how excited I'm so I was. Annoyed. I love that you're mad. I was I'm so excited so when I saw because it. Because people have been sleeping on that song for so long, but because this guy just... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Do not disrespect Skateboard Boy, okay? He's no, that amazing. was amazing. He's that was amazing. so amazing. I showed he my dad. He's a vibe. <laughs> I showed my dad and he started laughing. If any of you don't know what we're talking about, there's like this super cholo looking guy skateboarding in he the is city. vibing. Vibing out. Dreams. Yes. Just having the best of best times listening to this song. And I love it. It's so great. It's so amazing. But I was so annoyed. I was like, really? You guys have been sleeping on this amazing song. You know that's my song. I know that's your song. I know that's your song. I love that you're annoyed that people have started to like it, though. Because it's like the most downloaded song right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Annoyed. I'm so sorry for you. It's like, wow. I'm pretty sure Fleetwood does not agree. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we're relevant again. They're like, don't care how it happened. Just glad that it did. It's like, you're just missing the beauty of Stevie Nicks' voice. Like, come on now. I'm sorry. It's my witchy song, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll get over it. I love that you're mad. This is so great. And then, let's see. Oh, I completed my domestic violence training. Yeah. Congratulations. I, now, I have a certification in domestic violence training. Um, so I can be a counselor and an advocate specifically for domestic violence. So I'm happy. It was really emotional. Yeah. I did post on my my Instagram a video, and it just, you know, the last day kind of was random in the sense that they didn't have anything planned. They had, like, one module to go over, which lasted maybe 30 minutes, but the rest of it was, like, well, normally we have this, like, in person, so we mm-hmm. don't know how to you know, transfer this information or this experience to Zoom, mm-hmm. but they left us with two survivors of domestic violence just sharing their stories, and I was in tears. Yeah. And <laughs> it was crazy because it's Zoom, and it's like, I'm in the comfort of my own ho- of my own home, and, you know, I... I have the Zoom feature of where it focuses only on the speaker. So mm-hmm. it's the speaker, and then I see my video. So I don't see anybody else's video. I'm just seeing the speaker. But I'm trying to hold back tears. And I'm just, like, in shock because of how horrible this story is. And then the speaker stops, so then it goes to everyone's screen, and everybody's crying. Aww. And it's just, yeah, it was just, you know, such a great moment that, you know, somebody chose to to share with us yeah. and be vulnerable and, you know, to have this conversation. But, you know, he- hearing anything about domestic violence is just, it's sad. Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's horrible. It's just a terrible reality that some people have. And, you know, it's it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't think about it. And they're like, oh, it's just she's choosing to be in a relationship. She can just leave. No, these yeah. people can die. And that was one of the survivor's story was that she tried to leave and in an instant almost died in the process. Oh, my goodness. And now she's disabled because of it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. She has, like, a like a twitch in her body. Like, her body, like, trembles. It's because she was literally bludgeoned with a flashlight. Ooh. So many times. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would have cried. Yeah. I would have been in tears. I would have been in a lot of tears. Yeah, it was so much and just, like... Just the love and support of 
you know, my, my class that completed this training just was, there was just a, an abundance of love. And it just, it was such a nice feeling that, you know, we're all in this together, that we're here for a reason. We share the same passion. So that was great. But yeah, I had to. That was heavy. I had to like take uh, the rest of the afternoon off because I was like, yeah, no, I can't. But then it was the harvest moon. Oh. So I was preparing for all of that. Mm -hmm. And the harvest moon can also be a very emotional time too. And I did have a very emotional You had a very emotional day. Yeah. But even, like, my own little rituals that I did with the Harvest Moon, because I I did a meditation. Mm -hmm. I had a a feast with my mom and sister. And it was cute, because my mom was like, oh, what are we doing? She got excited for it. And I was like, thank you. You know, you're accepting, like, things that I like Mm -hmm. and my little spirituality of it all. And then she treated us to yogurt land because she's like, we need to have a treat for the harvest moon. That's so like, That's cute. Cool. I love it. But yeah, so after all that, she went to sleep and I was kind of like on my own and I meditated and I did my ritual of like talking to the moon. It might sound weird to people, but I did my version of talking to the moon and, and just like released a lot of the things that I've been holding inside. You know, I said it out loud. I wrote it out. I cried it out, and then I just let it be. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, for me, it just was such a relieving experience because I'm like, this is what is inside of me right now. This is what I, what's heavy on my heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being able to say it out loud and actually reflect on it and listen to myself and see it, like, physically on a piece of paper, it just put that perspective of, no, I'm going to manifest my goals, I'm going to manifest the things that I want right now, and I'm going to achieve it, so, yeah, so, yeah. very emotional uh, time has passed We've had between a lot. the last episode, mm-hmm. but I feel good about it. That's good. That's really good. So, yeah, what is up with you? <laughs> She's going to smack me if I talk about work, so. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to talk about work. I am going to talk about the fact that you need to catch up. I've drank way more than you have. Oh I need you to start drinking more. Um, What's up with me? Well, number one, most important thing that's up with me, I'm literally the best best friend anyone could ever have. Yes, I'm tooting my own horn. Um, Why is that? No, I mean, do I even have to explain? No, I'm joking. Yes, you do. I'm just kidding. Ouch. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway. That's what happens when you send me to drink. That's true. I brought this upon myself. I accept it. It's totally okay. Uh, no, the book that we talked about on our last episode, uh, you had me at Ola. Oh, yeah. That was so... I was so happy. Yep. Yep. I went shopping. I felt so love, guys. I'm great. Thank you for validating the fact that I'm great. You're fucking amazing. Boom. You heard it here. Um, so I went shopping. <laughs> I was at Target, looking around, letting Target speak to me the way I normally do when I'm I mean, at Target. Target, are you ever really done no. in 10 minutes? No. No. No, you have to go to Target and let it talk to you. So I did that, and then I went into the book section because, like, why not? It's a trap. It is. <laughs> and they had the book that we were talking about. So, of course, I had to pick up two copies and immediately text Nalani when I got home. And I was like, hey, girl, I got the book we were talking about. She was like, what? I was so surprised. I was like, oh, Sasha, she just sent me an individual Snapchat. We normally don't because we have, like, our own little group chat going on. Yeah, and, like, when we talk, we normally text each other. We don't normally yeah. Snapchat each other. So, stuff. like, what is happening? Something's happening. 
And then I saw the book. I was like, oh, she loves me. I love you. And of course, and I, it's like a cute little signed copy it's too. It's a cute little copy. I of course had to do photo of like both of the books side by side so that it wasn't like, ha, I bought the book. It was like, no, I bought a book for both of us. So super cute. Thank you. I'm very excited. It was an early birthday gift for her because I think it was like a couple days. Yeah, before it was your a few birthday. days. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. So I was like, no, this doesn't count as your birthday gift. This is just, I saw it and you need it. So here we go. I love how you had to specify that. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to think this is what I was getting you for your it's birthday. It's okay. Well, I'm, it's not wrapped. Like, how lazy am I if I'm just You're like. You're excited? I don't know. No, no. That's lazy. I refuse. I won't do that. <laughs> I would not. Also, I never tell you what I'm getting you before your birthday. Like, I always make you wait until the day of your birth. Pretty tight lip. Yeah, I'm super annoying that way. I'm like, I wouldn't have sent this to you three days early. Like, I'm too excited to wait. No, those words never leave my mouth. Uh-uh. Like, you can wait. I can wait. You can wait. We both waiting until the day. I'd rather wait until after your birthday, which used to piss her off when we were younger. Oh, I know. Yes, but that's People. just me. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Life update there. And today, I had my first social distanced picnic outing since all of COVID. You didn't even tell me when we had our two-hour chat before this. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I go nowhere and do no things. One, because I'm an introvert and I go nowhere and do no things. Two, global pandemic. I'm not really going to be going out places unless I'm being extra careful. True, true. Yeah. No shade on anyone else. Do what your level of comfort is. Like, the unfortunate thing about uh, a disease like this is that it does stay around until there is some sort of vaccine for it. So th this is going to be our lives for probably the next couple of years. And hmm. we just need to do what we feel the most comfortable about and recognize where our risks are. I'm sorry. It's probably just a fact. Vaccine takes years. So it is woody the is But it's a virus, though. You can't have a vaccine. No. Exactly. So it's not going to cure anything. No, it'll be like the flu shot. It'll be no, like. No, I don't do that. Sorry. It'll be like, maybe. Maybe we got you. Maybe we don't. Yeah. So, I've been very cautious, especially because I work with the public. I'm trying to limit unnecessary surroundings with people because I'm just like, I don't need to take All my chances. <sighs> I can't. I don't like most humans, and I don't trust any of them. So, no. But me, one of my coworkers, and one of my um, coworkers who's still furloughed from our job, went on picnic together and it was the funniest thing when we get to the park we were going to we were like okay let's choose like a nice shady spot because it was hot today we were like, let's choose a nice shady spot to sit so we're all like looking around trying to find a spot and I was like okay what spot has shade but is the least likely that anyone's gonna walk up and try and have a conversation with us and they were like right good point <laughs> where can we go to avoid the most people and so I choose a spot we all like start walking towards it and my other coworker goes wow this is what happens when three introverts leave the house and we all start dying because <laughs> we're like yeah we're 100% looking for the least likely spot to get spoken to that's where we want to be pretty much mm-hmm that's where I want to be every day of my life the spot least likely to be spoken to I just think this whole pandemic is not making that easier for introverts because already you cut off like communication True. when everything was normal and True. then now it's just like now you have this like weird fear or you're you haven't been around people in a very, very, very long time. So it makes we're our like, it makes our already know? poor communication skills even worse because we're like, I've talked to no one but my book. 
I don't know what to do with a living, breathing human that speaks back. This is weird. Like, it's just weird because, like, when I go out in public, like, I, I've gone to the farmer's market practically every Sunday. Uh-huh. And it's, it's busy. It's packed. You know, I get it. People want to get out. They want to do something. But then also, you know, support local farmers. Get, you know, food that they know where it's being grown and all, all that. All that good stuff, yeah. But it's just now, it's like, I don't care about myself. I, I don't know if that's, like, the right way of saying it, but it's just other people. I'm like, well, I don't know if you're going to get freaked out and bitch me out because I'm close to you. True. And it's just, like, it's this weird dance of, like, on the sidewalk because the sidewalk is, like, super small. Right. So I'm just It's like we're awkward. trying to avoid each other but, like, not really succeeding at avoiding yeah, each other. Yeah, I don't know how you are as a person and what your boundaries are. So, I yeah. I just want to make a move to have the return of, like, 16th century skirts where it was, like, this huge boned circular thing that just went all around your lower half. It's super hot. Hot. I'm not saying put the skirt over it like they did at that time. I'm just saying wear the boned situation because that would just create a bubble. Like, you can't get close to me. I've already got four feet sticking out from my hip. There's no way you're going to get close to me at this point. It's like bumper cars for humans, and I love bumper it. Bumper cars for humans. Yes. What about the little crumb grabbers? Okay, that's a, that's a problem. That's an issue. That's an issue. That's an okay. Well, if the crumb the grabber poor animal, I'm just saying, if the crumb grabber gets stuck in my hoop skirt, that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> you better walk quickly, okay? We got another destination to go to. Anyway, I had a great time with my friends. We sat, we ate snacks, we talked. One of my friends read my tarot for me, which was great. Um, so, yeah. That was a good time. Cute Sunday. Thank you. It was a good Sunday for me. I left the house. This is unprecedented behavior. You went in nature? I went in nature and I left the house. Like, what? I don't even know who I am anymore. You're doing big things. You're doing big things. Big things, baby girl. I might. What happens if I leave the house, like, two weeks in a row? Who knows? We're going to get scared. We're... Or hell's going to freeze over. I'm going to just come pick you up. Like, who do you think you are? (laughs) Who do you think you are, Sasha? Throw me in your trunk. Aliens have abducted you because this is not right. (laughs) I need to sit you down, young lady, and we need to tell you, remind you who the fuck you are. Oh, goodness. Don't worry. I will return back to not speaking to people. It's my preferred place to be. So we're good. Tell you, if you wake up before 10... I don't know. So Saturday I was off. I no. didn't get out of bed till one thirty. Okay, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't tell me you're up at nine. No, bitch, one thirty <laughs> in the afternoon. In case there was any need for clarity, I went to sleep at midnight. I did not even stay up late. I went to sleep at Why midnight. Why are you going to bed so night. early? Though? I don't know. I was fighting sleep watching TV we with my mom. Lives. I don't know what's happening to me because I go to bed late now, and then and you still wake up early like a crackhead. Yeah, it's not by choice. I'm sorry for you. But you've been going to sleep super early. Make for it you. stop. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, good. You're getting rest. No, I hate still. it so much. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I woke up confused. It was noon. I was like, what just happened? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all my life. Sleeping my days away. I finally went on a picnic and I bought you a book. As well as a birthday gift. Like, let's not pretend like I oh, didn't actually buy her a so birthday cute. gift. Thank you. I really want you to smell the. 
the essential oils. I know. I need to come over. It's so good. And I'm like, yeah, that's what a Libra smells like. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just, I love that me and Matt almost bought you the same candle. I'm so happy that I didn't buy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that candle is, it's so amazing. And I'm like, I'm going to save the the bottle mm-hmm. and just, I don't know what I'm going to put in it. But I don't it's know, just, but it's cute. It's cute. It's a September 24th candle. Yeah. It's a Libra candle. And it's for your birthday. It's so and perfect. And it smells like peony, hydrangeas, and jasmine flowers. Ooh. Just a bouquet of happiness. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah of course a, you guys would. We're just Of course. Ruffle. Just, we're... Oh my gosh, speaking of ruffle. Oh no, what happened? I've got a meme. <laughs> I was dying. I, was, I hope I still have it in my... I don't know if we've said this on the podcast while you search for the meme. I don't know if we've said this on the podcast that we joke all the time. That me, Matt, and Nalani are a thruple. No. <laughs> okay, she has it. And I'm going to let you explain what the heck that is. Sorry. Oh, God. It's from the Instagram um, page of Sarcasm Only. And it says, me, I don't like to get involved in other people's relationships. Also, me, it's... <laughs> It's Whoopi Goldberg. From Ghost. <laughs> From Ghost. Next to Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. And of course, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore are all like in this like affectionate pose together. <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg's just standing behind Patrick Swayze <laughs> looking at the camera. <laughs> and that's our circle right there. I love that I'm Whoopi in this setup. She's the best. <laughs> oh, oh my crying. goodness. That's great. Thank you so much for that. I needed that in my perfect. world. Perfect moment. Perfect moment right there. That's me. That's me and our thruple. So yeah, of course, thruple brain, me and Matt would think to get you the exact same thing for your birthday. Yeah, you guys have, I don't know, you guys have this whole weird thing with gifts that yeah. you guys get either similar things or you guys talk about, oh, I almost got that. No. Okay, All the time. I, you're going to get her that one. I'm going to get her this. All the time. Or we get something that ends up being oddly complimentary without even yeah. planning it to be that way. All the time. It's great. We're a real thruple, guys. <laughs> Anyways, what's next, love? That's all I got for my life. It is our wifey wisdom. Yeah. So, what is on your mind this week, Sasha? Yeah. So, one in part with our green theme for the night. I really feel like I should have worn something green. Missed opportunity right now. I... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We usually have our outfits coordinated without even No, okay, so we FaceTimed before she came over and she had a black tank top on. And I was like, okay, I'll keep my white tank top on and this way we'll be complimentary to each other. And she comes over in green. And I was like, well, I fucked that up. That was a sports bra. Really? Oh, okay. Well, your camera angle made it look like a top because I didn't see the skin band that you would see underneath the sports bra. Anyways, green theme. As I just flashed you a little bit. (laughs) Par for course in our relationship, okay? Par for course. Thruple. <laughs> I was caressing your thigh the other time for to see how soft the bamboo fabric was, so. Oh, yeah. It's who we are. Memories. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> but no, to go with our green theme as well as kind of um, a partner episode with our last episode that we did where we were talking about strengthening friendships, we really wanted to talk today about some of the traits that you might see in a toxic friendship. And also, your number one green thing, the green monster of jealousy. Not the Hulk. I know we all thought the Hulk. No. (laughs) (laughs) Had to clarify that. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was just perfect. We did not plan that one. That's new to me, guys. Thank you. I'm a comedic genius. Um, no, anyways. So, talking about jealousy in a friendship, because I feel like jealousy is one of those things that can definitely skew toxic in a relationship. But I also feel like jealousy is just such a natural human emotion that... It's normal. Yeah, and you kind of have to be able to look at yourself and to look at your friendship and say, is this a normal moment of jealousy? Or is this a moment of jealousy that is a clear precursor to a larger problem in our friendship or to something that we're going to have a hard time working through or that we might not even be able to work through? And I think it's really important to know, one, that there is a difference between the two. That You can have moments of jealousy in a good, solid friendship, because it's okay, like, none of us are perfectly self-confident at all times, some of us, most of us will end up feeling jealous at some point in time in our lives, Mm -hmm. and that's totally okay, and sometimes you will feel jealous about the person that you are very close with, about a friend that you are really, really close with, it happens, but there's a big difference between, I felt jealous in that moment, and but I'm not going to allow that to ruin my friendship or I feel jealous in this moment and I don't want them to be happy because I'm upset about something and knowing the difference for yourself and knowing the difference for your friend with with the way that they act and the way that they approach it is really, really important. So do you want me to go with my jealousy? Start with the situation because I think we'll... Okay. So in discussing this with Nalani... (laughs) about jealousy. I brought up to her, actually, in in the years of our friendship, I can only think of two moments in our friendship where I was jealous of either you or of someone who we are both really close with. And you know them. You know the one moment I was jealous of you. Oh, Thank okay, you. okay. Thank you. I was like, when? We'll talk about it, because okay, I feel like that's no. really, I'll do that one second, because that's probably more important for the toxic friendship trait. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was not a toxic friend. God, you guys are so judgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you sounded like one of the people on the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. The, okay, what? They always, <laughs> they do a, com- oh, that's right, you don't do a music I don't do a music part, but like, so what, note, what language note, are you speaking? <laughs> side note, sidebar, side conversation. Um, I love Disneyland. Yeah, you Love weirdo. Disney, all Disney, whatever. Anyway, Disney. I'm a drink while she talks about this. Shut up. <laughs> so, Jungle Cruise is a ride. It's, I, I mean, I don't think I need to really, it's a cruise in the jungle. Picking that up. I'm picking that up. <laughs> I gotcha. But they do, like, comedy sketches on it, basically. So what you're saying is I'm a C-list comedian who would only get a job at Disney <laughs> on a subpar well, it that way, jungle. I don't know what to tell you. Jeez. The tea is piping hot today. Ouch. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, back to what you're saying. I Jealousy. Don't know why. <laughs> it's just you sounded so much like some other act, and I'm like, why is this so familiar? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you need to escape, just that's your that's, that's your my, backup plan. That's my backup plan. I like that. I mean, you'd be great. Thank you. It'd be amazing. I appreciate Every, that. Everybody would want to go in your boat. <laughs> I'm glad that I could bring you a bit of nostalgia and a bit of happiness no, in this time. I'm Disneyland right now, and I usually, me and Matt would have gone. We normally go every year for our anniversary or, or my birthday. So you know what we're going to do next time you're missing Disney? I'm just going to put you and Matt in the backseat of no. my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 
to drive around our town no. just making dumb points and comedic side jokes. Like, one of their stupid jokes is they go behind, or they're, they're, they're circling around a waterfall. They're like, look, it's a waterfall. And then they go under it. They're like, look, the backside of water. <laughs> Oh, okay. What me? I'll drive us around, like, the big hill by our house. I'm like, look, this is the front side. There's dirt. <laughs> God, I'll take the back. And now we've reached the back of the hill where there is what? More dirt? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you don't like these people. It's scary. <laughs> Your past life, you just worked on the Jungle Cruise. This is my ability to do a phone voice at any point in time. That's what that is. Oh, that and an announcement voice. I'm like... Hi, can I have your attention? I would like to remind all of you to please keep your hands and feet inside of the vehicle at all times. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a problem. Anyways. Back to, back to it. We. I'm sorry I derailed you with my Disneyland voice. Yeah. See, that's just further proof that I should be the villain in any Disney show because I clearly don't have the princess voice. That's not where your brain <laughs> went. <laughs> Stupid. You didn't think, wow, that sounds like a great Disney princess. She's like, wow, that sounds like an amazing tour guide. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get back to the story. <laughs> Our listeners are just like, shut up already. Oh, that was magical. Thank you. Thank you. So, non-magical <laughs> things about friendship. Let's do a little jealousy. Let's do a little green monster jealousy right here. Okay. So, <clears throat> the, the first scenario that we have, many, many years ago. Nalani and I had another friend of ours who would hang out with all the time. And this particular friend started dating Nalani's ex-boyfriend's friend. None of this makes any importance of their names, so we're not saying names. Um, but when they first started dating, if, any, if you've listened to all of the episodes or even just a good handful of the it's episodes. garbage. Yeah, we all know Nalani's ex was trash and should have never been graced with the presence that is Nalani. Yeah. Wasn't worthy. So it should have been a real clear signal that anyone who chooses to be his friend is probably also not going to be an amazing human. But at that time, we were young and stupid. Nalani was in love with this guy, and I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> and we had hopes for the friend that our friend ended up dating. Because we all hung out. We all hung out and together. we all were, like, having fun. Yeah, we had a great time. We all went bowling together. We oh, had a yeah. great night together. It was great. Who were we? I don't know. People who left the house? I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> okay, you got me back for that one. Ah! <laughs> finally! But yeah, so we all hung out together before the two of them ended up dating. Two of them start dating, and they have, of course, the typical super cute, like, early stages of a relationship where they're all butterflies and adorable with each other. I think they went out to a lot of places. Yeah. And they, they got to experience, like, a lot of different things they did a lot of fun things together on the mm -hmm. surface it looked like they had a really great relationship like they both looked like super happy when they were with each other all the time like it was it was really cute to watch and it was one of those things like this is an enviable moment of like a, a really good relationship but then also we didn't see her much we and didn't I think that's also what caused a little bit of jealousy that's a really good point i didn't even well. think about that because we were all used to, like, being able to text and call and, like, oh, do you want to go to the mall? Because, I mean, the mall was, like, our biggest thing. Mall and movies. Teenage royalty right there. Yeah. We walk around, touch all the things we can't afford. It's great. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, we we saw less and less of her. Mm -hmm. She and, communicated less frequently mm -hmm. with us, like, all of that. And Alani and I would hang out more often without her. 
which wasn't totally weird for the two of us to hang out by ourselves, but was weird enough because we were used to having all three of us together. Mm-hmm. So that, not seeing her, definitely a seed of jealousy. And I would say topped with the fact that I was single and you were in a relationship that was rocky at that point in time because the two of you were when always rocky. Yeah. Always. So. And that's a toxic relationship. Oh, that's yeah. another episode. We'll just go into toxic romantic relationships Later. soon. And we'll just do that whole rundown. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so one one day, I'm over in the lawyer's house. We're hanging out together. And she and I just kind of had this moment of like, okay, I need to tell you something that's like not good. Like, I'm not going to look in the best light by saying yeah. this about myself. And I need you to not judge me by saying this. Mm-hmm. And ironically, I feel like we had the same moment at the same time. You too? Yeah. yeah. We were like, I need to tell you something. You need to tell me something. Let's just do it at the same time. And what we ended up saying uh, saying to each other was that we both felt jealous of our friend and her relationship because I was single. She was in a rocky relationship. We missed our friend because we'd never got to mm-hmm. see her. We never got to hang out with her. But we both had a moment of jealousy. We were like, wow, I want a relationship like that. Yeah. And we sat and we talked to each other about it and we had like a good conversation between the two of us. And I feel like one, the reason why I'm bringing this up as a point of saying jealousy can happen, jealousy can exist, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to turn into like a toxic conversation or a toxic friendship or anything negative. Like the conversation you and I had was not bashing our friend. It was not being like, oh, this is so unfair. I want what she has. She doesn't deserve it. Like, we never went down that route. We just went to a place where we realized in ourselves, like, I'm jealous because I feel like I'm missing something. And what she's showing me is what I think I'm missing. Mm -hmm. And I want what she has, but I don't want to take from her what she has. And I think that was, like, one of the first things we talked about where we both were like, no, I'm super happy for her. I'm glad that she's in a good place. I just wish I was in as good of a place as she was. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, a honest moment, like, not to toot any of our own horns in this space, but it's an honest moment of being, like, I want what you have. I'm not going to take it from you because that's yours, but I want what you have, and I'm recognizing in myself that this is something I feel like I'm lacking and something that I feel like I want to work towards to get, you know? Yeah, and it's not like we talk shit about her yeah. in that moment or in that space or, or whenever we would hang out together. Mm-hmm. Or even bash on or try to find negative things about him at the Ooh, time. Yeah, good point. You know, we kind of just had this honest conversation, like you said. But, again, you know, we didn't want to really shit on her dreams. Yeah. And I feel her, like... Her relationship. And I feel like the conversation really quickly swayed away from her to us. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that we were sitting here shitting on her and feeling, like, down about ourselves and, like, hating on her and wanting her life to be terrible it made a real quick left turn from being like, I'm jealous about what she has to being like, okay, how can I get that in my life? What am I not doing in my life? Where am I lacking this? And that was where our conversation lived. It didn't even live with her. It lived with us recognizing a feeling of jealousy, being like, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not alone. Thank you for not judging me in this space because you're feeling it too. Yeah. What can we do to feel better about ourselves? Because we don't want to be jealous of our friends. And we want our friend to be happy. So there's no way I'm going to try and stand in the way of my friend's happiness. Because I want them to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think we slowly, gradually, had a falling out with her. Yeah. Mine was quicker, though. Yes. Well, 
It, all mine are. I mean, hate to say it. It's okay. But, you know, we're we're different personalities. We we choose our fallouts differently. Well, okay. With this, are we going into this? Is that what we're doing? Is she? Well, she wasn't necessarily a toxic friend. We just didn't vibe anymore. Which is okay. We just kind of. I don't know. Not that she was toxic. Okay, I'll. You say tell that your story. She wasn't toxic. It's just her man was toxic. Yeah. Super toxic. Yeah. Controlling. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a out on a limb here and say this was like domestic violence. Intimate intimate partner violence. Because he just did things that yeah, you don't do. Mm-hmm. And that's not it's not okay to ever be treated like that. It's not okay to be yelled at, it's not okay to be told I told you to fucking wait in the car, anything like that, any... And to be, like, like, belittled. He would belittle her a lot. mm Mm-hmm. But then I think the moment that I felt she became toxic was when, you know, we... I've known her since elementary. Yeah. Like, before you. Yeah, you guys were better friends than you and I were when we met. Yeah, we were were friends a very long time in elementary school, and it went on to, to high school and all that. But... Him talking shit about me mm-hmm. and saying, oh, I'm a jealous bitch. I'm shitting on their happiness. I don't want her to be happy. Happy, And basically, I'm poisoning her mm-hmm. and their relationship. And I'm a threat to the relationship. And for her to not defend me, I kind of took it as like, well, are, were we ever friends? Like, yeah. is this... The type of person that I want to call my friend who can't even defend me. Right. Because, I mean, and, like, you and I both get that it's hard when you have, when you're in a romantic relationship with someone. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to have that conversation where you're like, hey, I get that you don't like this person, but I like this person, and they're my friend, and I don't appreciate you saying negative things about them. Like, if you see something I don't see, then tell me what the things are that you see, but don't shit on this person, because that's not cool. We recognize that that's hard. We do. But to your point and to your credit, like, yeah, that's definitely a flag where you're like, I don't know if I want to have this person in my life. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want the drama. I don't need that type of drama. And then because my stupid ex, that's his friend and it just, it just complicated things. Mm -hmm. And then already I was in a toxic relationship with my ex and then for him to hear things from his friend and it just got messy and I just got tangled in this, like, mm-hmm. shitty, drama-filled web. Mm-hmm. So I needed to detach myself from that. And, I mean, knowing what I know now with domestic violence, you know, I should have, I can say this now, I should have been a better friend to be like, you know what, I understand I'm here for you still, no matter what, because obviously he's manipulating her. It's that cycle of violence type of thing, trying Mm -hmm. to isolate her Mm -hmm. and all that. So, yes, I can say that maybe I needed to grow up a little bit more and recognize that maybe I was selfish in that moment, if that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, yes, I agree with you. I do, I kind of give both of us some space. We didn't know what domestic violence looked like at that time. Well, that, that, that's a big point now. It's just, it's not talked about. Yeah. And so we, you know, younger girls don't understand what it is. Yeah. And boys don't understand that, you know, you can't be doing this shit to mm-hmm. girls. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay, yeah. We can give our space for that. So I'm like, I would give you like 50-50 on that. Like half, sure, maybe you should have been the, the bigger person in that moment mm -hmm. to be like, I'm going to create some distance in this relationship because this is creating problems in your romantic relationship and it's creating problems in my romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. But I need you to know that I'm still your friend and I'm still here for you if ever it is that you need me. Sure, you could have been better in that space and done that. However, looking at your situation and seeing how you were also in a really bad relationship, you can say it was selfish for you pulling away or you can say you were trying to preserve like the last bits of sanity that you had. You couldn't mm -hmm. have a negative friendship and a negative romantic relationship. Like that would have been too much to try and take on. True. It's just, I don't know. You experienced all the meanness that I endured from other girls. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of just this like, well, it's another person that is attacking me mm -hmm. or that is just not on my side and I don't need it. I don't need the drama type of thing so I just avoided it well and I feel like for you that's one of your biggest things about trust like what we were talking about before when trust mm -hmm. is is something very important and incredibly necessary in building a strong friendship and a strong relationship and for you having people be negative towards you and not like in a constructive criticism space because you're not so high and mighty that someone can't say something constructive to you because people can but I think having people around you who just like cut you down or say terrible things or believe terrible rumors mm -hmm. is just a cycle that you've seen so many times that you're like no I know I can't trust this person anymore so rather than trying to mend this friendship I'm gonna remove myself from it because I've been burned so many times by people believing terrible rumors about me and spreading rumors and spreading terrible rumors mm -hmm. about me so I'm gonna remove myself I still remember that yeah it's just you know I don't know I I had to I had to make sure that I was in, in toxic situations as well. Yeah. And I mean, bullying's horrible for kids. Bullying's really bad. I don't think I had it bad. Mm hmm But I think any any teenage girl would agree that being having rumors about you, that you're a slut, that you did this with a bunch of guys, that, you know, and stuff that was so untrue, it's like you, there's no platform, there's no way for you to correct it, and mm -hmm. it's just you know, who, who's going to believe you? And it's really damaging to your sense of self and your self-image because you're like, okay, if all these people say all these terrible things about me, maybe I am a bitch. Maybe I am slutty. Like, it's hard to look at yourself and be like, no, I know who I am and I know that all of these things are yeah. lies. So I get, I get removing yourself from that space. Was she a terrible person? No. no. Was she a completely toxic friend? No. She was being manipulated by a completely toxic person mm -hmm. and you made a choice. You said, mm -hmm. I can either... Try and stay by her side and hope that she sees the light that this guy is terrible. Or... But at my expense. Exactly. In a sense. Yeah, I can sit here and be berated and be talked about and had all these rumors spread about me out of a sense of loyalty to this person. Or I can say I can no longer trust this person and I can sever that tie and walk away. And you chose mm -hmm. the latter. Yep. And that's okay. I think both options are okay. Like, we'll never stay into space that's going to be a detriment to you. Like, yeah. no. I mean, no, that's, that's hard, too. It's hard. I mean, I get wanting to be there for someone, especially if you assume what they're going through is some sort of violence against them or some sort of partner that's just really toxic and really not good for them. I get wanting to be by their side, but I would say it's still smart to put some distance if they're trying to tear you down with them. Yeah, it's the whole oxygen mask thing. You yeah. need to put your oxygen mask on first mm -hmm. before you save anyone else. Mm -hmm. 
you know, for, for something that's truly toxic and horrible and potentially violent, you know, that's dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, just proceed with caution, yeah. I guess, is the best advice to okay. that. I mean, obviously, you're going to know what's best for you, what's yeah. going to work for you. Yeah. Um, you know, just have make sure you have support systems for yourself yeah. in those situations. And I think our number one rule for, if we're going to give a rule for mm-hmm. knowing if a friendship is toxic, is no one other outside person can tell you, like, ABC equals toxic. Like, you mm-hmm. know for yourself what is a healthy relationship and you know what is outside of a healthy relationship. Even if you can't place it into like, this is a really bad person or this is a really toxic relationship or like, I feel like they're gaslighting me or I feel like they're emotionally manipulating me. Even if you can't shove it into any of those spaces, you know what healthy feels like. And if it no longer feels healthy, it's okay to choose your health in that space. Like, Mm -hmm. like with this particular friend, she kind of stopped talking to me only because you t- stopped talking to her and she and I were friends because you and I were friends. And I think she made the assumption that I was going to take your side in an argument and was like, okay, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. And I was like, all right, that's fine. You're allowed to make your own decisions about your life. But for you, you weren't even like, oh, this is a toxic and terrible person. You were just like, this no longer feels healthy. Yeah, and the relationship no longer serves me. Yeah. So I'm going to leave and that's okay. That's okay to not be able to say that the other person's a horrible person and still leave. Like Mm -hmm. you're allowed to do that in a relationship. You're allowed to say, this is just not serving me anymore. I'm going to head out. SpongeBob meme. Yep. (laughs) So do you have a story of a friendship that wasn't serving you anymore that you decided to peace out? I have a lot. Okay. Well, like I know, well like choose one. Don't get crazy over here. Okay. So it was. It's because it's my loyalty to you. You're my best friend. That's true. You're my person. Thank you. You're my wifey. I love being someone's person. No, she's not kidding. Go ahead. No. <laughs> For legal reasons, she is completely kidding. I'm completely sane, and I would never hurt anybody. Um. Okay, so we were friends with this this person, and I met them through you. Yeah. And. They're okay. Uh, toxic? I wouldn't call them toxic. toxic I wouldn't call them bit. toxic. I wouldn't go that far. They're not your cup of tea. They Maybe don't vibe with then. you. Maybe back then. Okay, I'll give because you that. Because the things that I saw that I was kind of like, mm, I like you and you're nice to me and we can laugh and I love your personality. And, you know, they were always so energetic. Mm-hmm. Always easygoing and can talk to you about anything. Right. You know, great personality. But they cut other people down mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better. Yeah, that was a bad trade of theirs at that time. That's, to me, that's toxic. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think anybody should do that to make them feel, to feel better. Because you're, you're making yourself happy or you're putting yourself on this I don't know, pedestal, whatever, at the expense of another person. Yeah. Or, I mean, at the very least, you're hinging your own self-worth on someone being beneath you. Yeah. And that's not a true sense of self-worth. So that, and I understand, you know, we all have childhood trauma or some things that we have to to deal with, and that's probably the reason why everything is childhood trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Moral of the story. It really is. Um, But, I don't know. It's just... 
There was moments where we were cool and she had my back, but then when it came to you, I just think what she did just was like, no, you need to cut this friend off because I don't trust her for you. Mm -hmm. And like, do you want me to go into like the whole detail of it? I mean, keep it vague-ish. I don't know if I can. Okay, do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Just, okay, the situation was that, you know, you broke up with your ex. Mm -hmm. Or you went through your breakup and all that. And then, I don't know, am I wrong? I want to know from viewers, the viewers or people who are listening. Am I wrong in in being annoyed or upset that your good friend... Was friends literally, with my ex. No, no, not even that. It's fine. But literally went out late at night. Not 8 o'clock at night. But like midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Was out with your ex, chilling. And posting on social media. Like blowing up social media. That's the first thing I woke up to. And me, I woke up and was like, what the fuck just happened last night? They literally broke up. A few days ago or a week or it was very recent. It was really, yeah, it was back to back. And I just, I don't know. For me, that was like, nope, goodbye, delete. <laughs> We're not doing this. Right. Now, mind you, you and I have different perspectives on this because for you, that's a red flag. That's a hell no. That's where I can't trust you. You're no longer my friend. For me, I didn't really take it that way. I was, I'm kind of pretty chill with most things in my life that's just I don't care what you do if you're friends with someone you're friends with someone and the space that I was at I was in the space of well we broke up so I can't tell him who he's allowed to hang out with the two of them are friends and if they decide to hang out with each other at whatever hour it is that they decide to hang out with each other that's the choice that they've made I can't control people I can't control the decisions that they're making and for me it wasn't a breach of trust Although I can totally understand where you're coming from, and it looks. But I just sus. feel like it's a it's an unspoken rule. It looks sus for and sure, <laughs> for sure. But I mean, then again, I'm one of those girls where like a friend of mine could date my ex as long as I didn't think he no. was trash. I'm okay with a friend of mine dating my ex. Like thinking about that, if me and Matt were to to break up, I no. I would never date Matt. No, but I'm just guys, saying. I'm, but I'm just saying. I love him with all my heart and soul, and just no, no. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if okay. that were the thing, no. no. I don't, I feel like I'd be okay because with Because then it. I would just feel like, well, was there something there that I missed? Like, That's true. I'm going to go back, and I think already a breakup is horrible, no mm-hmm. matter if it's amicable or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you're losing, you still have to grieve yeah. the loss of this person. Yeah. And it can hurt. Yeah. And it's just... You know, you never know the situation. Maybe, you know, their partner was like, you know what, I just, I'm losing love for you, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, ouch, yeah. that hurts. Like, rip my heart out, why don't you? Yeah, you're still in love with this person, but, you know, you have to respect and, and you know, honor their feelings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just could I couldn't. I feel like I'd be okay. I feel like the only way I would be okay with this, especially if it was someone that, like, I really, really loved, and I feel like they just ripped my heart out when they broke up with me, and I'm really upset behind this breakup. I feel like the way I'd be, only way I'd be okay with it is if I was given the time to grieve, and I don't care if that means, like, I'm not saying the two, the friend and the ex can't start dating. I'm not going to be like, you can't date for another year after we broke up. I'm not really big about a timeline like that, but 
I need time to grieve. So if you guys want to hang out and I know you're dating, you need to let me say no. And you need to know that I don't, I might not want to hear about your relationship. Like, I don't want to know if you guys are arguing about something because I'm still not over it and I need to grieve. And if you're, if they're nice to me and they give me that space to be like, I understand this is difficult for you. I'm not going to shove my relationship in your face. I'm not going to try and have these conversations with you. You are allowed to not hang out with me if you don't want to be around him. I totally get it. Like, we're still friends, but you don't have to. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> that is too much. I'd be okay. That, I don't know. Because, like, <sighs> grieving a relationship, there's no set amount of time. No, there's not. And people can grieve for a, a very really long, long time. time. A really long time. Especially if the relationship was a very long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I feel like I'd be fine. I feel like we need to take a poll on this. I think we should take a poll when we post this and see how people are feeling about this. Because this is a really good question. I don't know. Especially because we disagree. Yeah. How come we've never discussed... I feel like we have. I feel like we have. over it. But we kind of brushed over... Well, and I feel like we have. So, okay, this goes to my second story about me being jealous of you. Because we discussed it with the person that I was jealous of you about. Because... So the situation was there was a friend, a mutual friend of ours that I was attracted to. Nalani was not attracted to said person because we have the best, best friend combination. We like all of the same clothes and a fair amount of the same food and none of the same men. It's amazing. (laughs) Just gotta say. Um, So, but we, all three of us were friends. I was supposed to go on this particular outing with Nalani. I couldn't go because I either had work or school. One of the two. That's all I do with my life anyway, so guaranteed it's one of those two reasons why I didn't go. And she knew that I liked this particular friend, but this friend would have been a perfect choice for her to go on this outing with. So she texted me before she asked him and was like, hey, do you feel comfortable with me asking him to go with me? Now, mind you, where they were going was going to be like a very late evening event. They weren't going to be alone. It was like her and her family. So this was yeah, not... Yeah, it was my cousin. It was my two cousins. Yeah, this was not a romantic setup we, were, we went all. to Knox Gary Farm because that was like our thing before we graduated to uh, Halloween Horn Nights at yes. Universal. <laughs> yes. And she went every single year. I was supposed mm-hmm. to go with her. I could not go with her this particular year. So it was not going to be like a super romantic setup. I feel setting. like it had a family thing. And you were trying to come home early. You were trying to get to I was trying to go, but it was like a week before. And I was like, no, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm so sorry. Because I was, we were literally planning on the two of us going together. And you already had the second ticket because I was supposed to be with you. Yeah. So you. Yeah, that's right. You were supposed to go and that like we were supposed to have this whole thing of us. Mm-hmm. But then you had to bail out last minute. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing this You're by like, myself. I'm not going on this by myself. I'm not going to be there alone. And so you were scrounging trying to find someone to be with Anybody. you. Anybody. And nobody wanted to go. And nobody wanted to go. Off. And you were like, look, I'm going to, I need to ask this friend of ours that I know you're attracted to if he doesn't mind going with me. And, but I don't want to piss you off. Cause you were like, yeah. I would rather I go to alone. Make it sure. Yeah. That we were okay. Because I, I know I did ask you and I was like, I'm nervous to ask you because I don't know how you're going to react and mm-hmm. I don't want you to be upset because it wasn't. Like, genuinely, it wasn't me trying to go with this person, but it was just, I was scared, and I think we've all, we, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it a couple times. Whatever. And, yeah, no, I was like, we're we're not doing this by myself. Right. You're like, I'm scared. I don't want to go by myself. This person is an obvious choice to go with Mm -hmm. me. Like, 
I, but I need to make sure that you're okay. Because you were 100% willing to go by yourself to be terrified alone mm-hmm. rather than to have me be mad at you for choosing to go with this person and having me think that you were trying to, like, date or be flirtatious with this person. You're like, it's 100% not like that. So I tell you, do it. I'm fine. I understand your intentions. I really appreciate you coming to me with this first before you did something. Do it. Have a good time. Yeah. That was the main, (laughs) that was a stressful day. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the main thing that I wanted to make sure it was okay. My mom was mad at me. I know. I love your mom. She's so mad at me. I can't, I can't, but I I love it so much. And you were like, I had the conversation with her. She understands. Like, I was like, just, you guys are having fun. Yeah. And I was like, I know, but I don't understand what's happening right Cause now. Because your mom was 100% in girl world where she was like, mm-mm, honey, that is a rule. Yeah. That is a rule you don't and break. I was like, but I asked and I had permission. And I, and I was like, I feel confident that we have a relationship to where if you're uncomfortable of something. I would have said it. You would tell me. Mm-hmm. And that. I would not push your boundaries, and I would not purposely go behind your back and do something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it came through. Your trust that if I was uncomfortable, I would say something to you came through. Because I said yes, you guys go together, and then like... I think it was like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? You asked me like five times in a row, and I was like, get off my phone and just go. Like, (laughs) please go have a good time. I'm sorry that I can't go with you. But like the next week, because I'm pretty sure this was... I don't know if I was in college yet or not. I think I was in college. You texted me the next day. No, I know. I think it was the next week. I don't think it was the next day. Because I think we waited till we saw each other. And I don't think we saw each other until a week later. So we see each other. She starts telling me about, like, all the time, all the fun things that they did, all the times that she was scared and hiding, like, all of the good stuff. And I'm enjoying the story. I am. Guys, it cannot be romantic at Halloween Horror. No. Or any type of no. scary thing. It really can't. Mm-mm. I'm scared for my life. Mm-hmm. I'm tiny. Mm-hmm. I'm a target. Especially because you're a fighter. You shove everyone out of your way. Yeah, there is I no romance. I, yeah. There is no romance when no you're being romance. shoved. I had my cousin and his friend, and they were there. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Now, mind you, I listened to her story. I know for a fact this was not a flirtatious, romantic outing. I know 100% this was not. And even still, in that conversation, I tell her, I'm like, look, you know what? I sat with myself and I thought about it, and I feel jealous. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need you to know that because I don't want to hide my feelings from you, and I don't want this to sit and be a thing between the two of us that we don't talk about. And I need you to know that I don't feel jealous because of you. I'm not mad at you for anything that you've done or for going with this particular person. I'm jealous because I missed an opportunity to have this experience with this person. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, so it has literally nothing to do with you and everything to do with the fact that I missed out on an opportunity with this person who I like. Mm-hmm. And we were able to have like a really great conversation about it where we were like, you know, I'm, you were like, I'm glad that you told me about this. Like, I'm glad that you've been honest with me about this entire situation. And I was like, yeah, I'm not mad at you. Like, I have no problems with anything that went down with you. And I also fully trust that what you said to me was true, that this was not romantic. You have no feelings for this particular person. Like, I trust that you're being honest with me. I just need you to know, and I need to be honest with you back. I need to tell you that I feel jealous in this moment. And I don't really know what to do about the fact that I feel jealous in this moment. And then we just had a great conversation about, like, what I can do with the fact that I have a crush on this person. Like, should I say something to this person? Should I not say something to this person? Like, what are the likelihoods of this actually being a positive outcome between the two of us? Like, we just, we pivoted into a solid, genuine conversation out out of the fact that I was honest about being jealous about somebody. And I think that's really the bigger point in 
figuring out if something's toxic or if something's not is one, can you trust that person? Because I feel like in the example you talked about, you lost trust for that person. And we have not lost trust for each other at any point in time. So regardless of if I'm feeling jealous about something that you've done or something that you have, I still trust you. I still trust yeah. you to be honest with me. You trust me to be honest with you. I trust you with those emotions because that's not an easy thing to say to somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still being vulnerable. And I think if you're able to have this honest conversation of saying to your friend or whoever, you know, I'm jealous, uh-huh. and they meet you with anything negative, yeah, that's just, mm, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because you should have a safe space between your friends to have deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a sisterhood. Yeah. You know, if you can't talk about real shit or tough conversations, you're never going to grow mm-hmm. as friends. You're never going to be on the same page. It's just, why are you with this person? Yeah. They may be limiting you. They may be. I don't know, preventing you from reaching your max potential. Yeah, and I feel like even in that moment, like, you could have met me with a harsh truth. Mm-hmm. And that's not the same as meeting me with negativity. Like, especially in that sense, like you said, like, it's a sisterhood. We should be able to have these open and vulnerable conversations with each other. Like, if I came to you being like, hey, I'm jealous about something, and you came to me with a harsh truth of like, look, I'm like, I just need you to know this because you're my friend. He talked about this girl the entire time that we were together. Mm-hmm. Like, that probably would have cut. It would have been a little astringent to have to hear, but mm-hmm. it would have been something important to hear. And that would have been another trust-building moment between the two of us where I was able to be vulnerable with you and say, I'm jealous about something. And you were able to be vulnerable with me and be like, hey, I have to tell you something that's going to hurt your feelings, but I need you to know this because I need you to make an informed decision about this person. Like... And I think that's the most important thing in figuring out if you're in a healthy relationship or if you're in a relationship that can fit in any of the unhealthy categories is not only can I have this conversation with this person, but what happens when I start having this conversation with them? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely quicker to get rid of people. You are. But I just feel that's my fight or flight instinct. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... I mean, had toxic relationships with girls within our age age range and all that, and I don't know. I just and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like we have two different personalities. We approach yeah. these spaces differently. I tend to let people stay for a while to see if they're gonna grow, if I'm gonna grow, if this is a relationship that maybe just needs some time apart, and then we can mm-hmm. come back to each other, better, stronger people. And that's not the way that you approach things. And I think both of us are are super healthy in that space where we do what's best for our mental health. Yeah, I just feel that, you know, for me, being that I, one, I was in a toxic relationship, but it's just, I don't want anyone to drain me of my happiness because it's, life is short. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. I don't need the drama. I have a lot of shit going on. Like, I don't need to worry about whether you're going to be a good friend to me or not. Like, I need someone that is going to support me. I need someone that is going to uh show me that they can be a good person yeah so i mean looking back at everything now uh, i can say that i was a little brash a little hasty a little hasty but it's just i don't i think now i'm at a place 
where I don't wish them bad, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying like oh they're still fucking bitch. Like, right. No, it's just I hope you grew. I hope you healed from whatever trauma that you had or things that you were going through, and I hope that you're a better person on the on the the other side of it all. Um, I don't wish you any harm. I don't wish you any bad. It's just, you know, maybe we can have a conversation now mm-hmm. and see where we at and see where we're at and see if we can maybe build towards another a potential friendship. Because I mean, I will still have memories of these these friends. Yeah, these I care. You know, we they were. They, they were part memories. of your life. They made memories with me. We graduated. We had all these fun times together. And, yeah, I'm always going to cherish that. But I just, I guess time. Yeah. Time will reveal itself with, with that. <laughs> and I feel like moral of the story for us and for everyone is you know what your version of healthy is and trust what your version of healthy is. Mm-hmm. And... If your version of cutting someone off is different than someone else's version of cutting someone off, that's also okay, too. Like, you need to do what's best for you in that space. Learn what it means for you to have a healthy relationship. And you don't necessarily need to call these people toxic, but if it's not healthy and it's not serving you, then do what you think you need to do in that space. Whether that's put a relationship on ice, put a little distance in it, or completely cut somebody off. Do what you think you need to do to be healthy. I usually end up just putting space in a relationship and just letting whatever happens happens if they fall off the face of the earth then okay goodbye if they stick around and like we randomly snapchat once every six months then okay cool that's fine too and Nalani's a bit more decisive than I am she's a bit more no I'm, and I'm a Libra guy I'm so impressed at you <laughs> so impressed look at you making decisions that's just your love of balance right there you're like too strong on the negative scale somebody's gotta go so bitches goodbye but do do what fits right for you learn yourself learn what healthy boundaries are for you and follow through there you said it any better thank you thank you are we good for fetch yes yeah we can move on okay so you let me know how you're making fetch happen in these last couple weeks what areas of growth have you recognized and are working on i feel like i've been doing a lot i i feel like all of your stories prove that you've been doing a lot but go ahead well it is domestic violence awareness month Mm -hmm. and like i said um i completed my 40 hours of training so because of work and my job and all that and then also just like personal preferences too you know i'm definitely doing a community involvement in domestic violence awareness activities and trainings so a lot of zoom webinars um i know there is going to be a candlelight vigil from option house which is a domestic violence shelter in san Bernardino. oh okay um they they're going to do a candlelight vigil for the people we've lost to domestic violence um let me see i oh i'm also gonna try to donate to these shelters Okay. Because what are you donating? Um, they can use anything from kitchen items to clothing, um, sanitary napkins and tampons and all that. Take all my clothes. Take all my clothes. I need to donate. No, seriously. Take it. I've been trying to find somewhere to donate to because I've been like slowly going through my closet. So like, just take it. Take it all. Um. Let's see. Oh. So, because we love Mean Girls, right? Yes. 
It's like our theme. <laughs> if you hadn't noticed by the name of the podcast. Right? It's something we've definitely bonded over as friends. Um, but Option House is uh, doing a social media campaign called On Wednesdays We Wear Purple. Okay. Because purple is the official color for domestic violence awareness. So if you guys um, want to support that campaign, you know, take a picture of you in something purple and use the hashtag on Wednesdays we wear purple and this is to support survivors of domestic violence. I love that. So yeah, include the hashtag. And then also for epilepsy, it is the Purple Pumpkin Project. Ooh. So basically you decorate a, a pumpkin uh, purple and that's also uh, the color of epilepsy awareness. So just decorate your pumpkin in support of people with epilepsy and then you can post it on social media also use the hashtag purple pumpkin project and uh, it's just to bring awareness for epilepsy and then oh i got new makeup oh cute you look great where'd you get it from it's from elate e-l-a-t-e it's from canada okay all right canada um absolutely no plastic Ooh, okay. The compacts are made out of bamboo. (gasps) That's kind of cool. And then you can pull out the tin Mm -hmm. and just buy the refills to go in. Oh, you fancy. It has been so hard finding something like that. Yeah. But I found it. The blush. I was really nervous to see if it was going to be too... Pigmented? Well, not only that, but a, a really deep like plum color okay and i was like i don't know if that's gonna go with my skin tone but i feel like it, it goes pretty well no i think it looks really good it's a good color on you and then they have like a mineral powder mm-hmm. it looks really dark mm-hmm. and i'm like damn i'm gonna get this you real pale i'm really pale mm-hmm. but no i mean i feel like it matches that's a great color match for you i have so to say i was really happy and then i got concealer as well and i feel that was a, a good match so i can interchange it with different colors I'm going to look into maybe building my own eyeshadow palette. Ooh. So, I mean, it's very limited, but it's because, you know, it's completely all natural. Yeah. Cruelty-free, um, zero plastics, all that. So they they get the colors from, like, nature. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense if I would limit the colors that you have. Yeah, like, I love glittery eyeshadow, mm-hmm. but I know glitter's not good for the environment. It is not good. Plastic. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully. I know they make eco, eco-friendly eco glitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, I just have to do more research on that. But, as far as that, that is my new thing that happened. Woohoo. Um, okay. I've done less things than you, but that's normal. I'm a sloth. I do less things. <laughs> Stop. So, there's that. Uh, I was, like, frantically scrolling through my email while you were talking. I was like, must find the name. <laughs> Found it. Um, so there's two main things that I've done. One was, um, and I've talked about it before, about going through my closet and switching to thrifting or eco-friendly lines rather than contributing to fast fashion's pollution and waste that it does produce. Um, still in the middle of going through my closet. Why? Because I have a hard time letting go of things. Emotional attachment to my clothes. Your closet has definitely trimmed down. You yeah. See it. Thank you. I'm working really hard. It's not easy. But I'm trying. It was 
wasn't bad before. But it wasn't it was, bad. It was pretty packed in there. Yeah. It's not terrible. I don't have, like, a, a terrible amount of clothing. But I'm also trying to, like, refine my style because I have stuff that I feel like no longer fits my style, but I keep it because I'm like, it fits. It's nostalgia, too. I'm like, I've had it for six years. It's never not fit and there's no rips or stains. I should probably keep it in the back of my head. Like, but no. But no. Just let it go. So... We're getting there. Um, but more importantly, so I was looking at a bunch of thrift stores to go shopping at, and I was like, I get really overwhelmed when I'm thrift shopping because there's so much stuff there. They've got, like, clothes and home everywhere. decor and just random shit everywhere. It's really overwhelming for me. And it's not that I can't build an outfit in my brain because I can, but I like the way that, like, traditional stores are laid out because it's just a little easier to feel like, okay, this is, like, your boho section. This is your business section. Like, this is your casual denim section. And going into a thrift store where it's, like, color-coded and just, like, racks on racks on racks of clothing, I'm like, I feel like I'm in Ross and I'm going to have a panic attack. This is not going to go well for me. So, online shopping it is for me. Also, fewer humans when you shop online. Win-win situation. You're terrible. I know. Um, so I started looking into ThreadUp, which is an online thrift store. They have so much They're stuff. cute stuff. So much cute stuff. And just, like, a ton of stuff in general. So I was deeply excited by it. They also have this new thing called a goodie box, which is very similar to, like, the other style thing that I was doing where you get clothes sent to you and you get to try them on at home. Oh, yeah, and then you can, like... Give it back if yeah. you don't like it. Choose which ones you want to keep and return the other ones. So, going great so far. Just got my first box from them. Oh, really? I liked half of the stuff. The other half of the stuff was, like, a near miss. Where it was cute, but not exactly what I would want. Mm. So, I was like, I'm not going to keep it because I'm not going to wear it. Because it's not exactly what I want. But, all in all, not bad. Highly recommend. Also, they just have a ton of shit on their website. So, if you just want to, like, pick Browns and choose and what you want. Great. It's all secondhand stuff. So... I feel better about myself because I'm no longer buying fast fashion or mm -hmm. things that are just continuing to contribute to the waste for it. So, made me feel better about myself. I'll have okay. to show you what I got. I need to take you to Deluxe, which is a thrift store in Claremont. It's you keep telling me about this space, and my friend was like, eh, I don't really like their stuff. I just feel like you have to go on different days. Okay. Because my mom... You know, my mom went to school for fashion. Yeah. But, so she was, like, picking out stuff, and I'm like, it's COVID. I can't try this on. Right. I was like, I'm not about to buy this. And True. And I can't return it. True. And I was like, you know, I have a lot of clothes right now. I need to minimize my stuff. But anyway, so their section is not overwhelming. Okay. It's literally a room with, like, several racks, and there's stuff on the wall. You just have to, like, pick part. And they, at least they size it. Okay. So it's not, like... You Anything goes. Shit and you're like, where is my size? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and then you can also sell your clothes there too. Yeah. To make some extra cash. Heard that. So. I haven't decided. I haven't done it yet. I will soon because I have some items that I'm like, uh, yeah, somebody should pay for this. I just need to get rid of shit. I just have so much shit right now. I'm like, I just need to get rid of shit. I don't care if I get paid for it or not. I just want it gone. So whatever way you want to take it, take it. Um, other thing that I've been doing for Fetch, so a friend of mine posted about this bookstore in Pasadena. The name sounds stupid. It's like V Romans. I don't I don't understand. I know when I saw it on your social media, I was like, what is this? I'm like what Roman? is this? This is so random for your story. Who's Roman? What's going on? Who named him that? Stop. Anyways, bookstore in Pasadena, indie so small bookstore, indie owned. 
um, has been around for over a hundred years, but is having a hard time because of COVID. So they, my friend posted this thing about like, Hey, if you guys can purchase from there, she, she no longer lives in California, but she's like, if you're out there, let me know. So I was like, hell yeah, bookstore. So I go to their website and I was like, do I have to drive to Pasadena to pick this up? Will I do it? Yes. Do I want to do it? Not really. So, <laughs> but their website, they're like, oh, we ship. I was like, yes, ship it to me. Never leaving the house. So I bought some books from them and they emailed me back right away and they were like, we have an unprecedented amount of, lo- of book orders because we just got an overwhelming amount of support from our community. So, Oh, that's so cute. I was so happy. They're like, please be patient with us. We're going to get it to you as soon as we can. I'm like, baby, take your time. I'm so happy for you guys. That's cute. That's awesome. Thank yes. you for over a hundred years. Yes. So I'm, I'm mentioning it so that it's not just like one month of good support for them. Like I hope that people yeah, continue to shop from smaller bookstores. Barnes and Noble is not going anywhere. They're going to be just fine same thing with Amazon so look for a smaller bookstore in your area if you can this is actually a pretty large bookstore especially for them being is it used books no it's new books what yes like the two books that I got are brand new publications they came out in like August or September like brand new publications so Uh, yeah I need to go in it now yeah so great stuff highly highly recommend they email back really quickly yeah support this bookstore guys because I mean I hate to bring it up you're gonna kill me right now. Yeah. But the holidays are coming up. Oh, I mean, okay. And you know, you know how really how hard it is for small businesses to survive through like Christmas. And yeah, that. definitely. It's just, uh, especially with COVID, I I don't know how this holiday season is going to be. I'm really mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I only got one Christmas gift so far. So so far. You're slipping, girl. It's October. It's October. What's wrong with you? We usually have like halfway or more or more. I'm the one who's time. not shopping until, like, December. Until the week of Christmas. Yeah. I gotta do better this year, because I'm gonna have to ship everything. hmm So, December 1st. That's when... December You're 1st. crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. That I'm just saying. That is Russian roulette right there. I like to live on the edge. That's where I'm at. That is panic mode for me. I'm sorry for you. Mm-mm. I'm fine. I can't do that. Chilling like a villain. <laughs> Anyways... Support the weirdest bookstore name I've ever heard in my life. I don't know if it's V Roman or Roman, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But buy from them. They're great. They have a wonderful customer service with their email. That's all I got for you. Alrighty. I think we're I think we're good. I think we're fine. Alright guys, so post your purple pumpkins yes. and your purple shirts or outfits for mm-hmm. supporting domestic violence awareness. Please do. And epilepsy awareness and support Sasha's awesome room Roman Roman, not Roman. room. Roman <laughs> Roman bookstore. Yes, thank you. Um plug us in with the social media. Yeah, so take your time to like and subscribe on whatever podcast listening platform you are on we're on apple google spotify anchor a couple other ones you know, amazon is now doing podcasts i'm not surprised i was like is there shit on there no it's not what okay i gotta look into that, gotta look into that. i gotta put us on it's amazon like they want their grubby fingers and everything but i want to be seen so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go there um also follow us on our, our social media on instagram we are at on wednesdays we drink podcast on twitter we are at owwd podcast 
and drop a comment, drop a like. Yeah, let us know about this little mini debate we had. Yeah, we're going to drop a poll and we need answers from you guys. I, so Yeah, I need to be validated. <laughs> I feel like everyone's going to agree with you and like one person's going to agree. I feel like now I'm going to be the villain. No, you're like, not. Savage. I really think everyone's going to agree bitch. with you. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so do all those good things for us. Give us a review on podcast listening platform if you get the chance. We deeply appreciate you. And that's all I got for you. All right, loves. Remember to keep it wicked. And seize the day by the cup full. Bye, Bye loves. loves.